What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Basement, no longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. See who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! No longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. See who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! Mm. I love you all so much. Adam and Eve. We can see you now. I know. And thank God. Yeah. That's generally the response we get from everybody, but we keep it clean. Hey! I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. Hmm. Yeah. Come on. Dance for me, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. You still at? All right. Come on. Don't stop now. You done did it. Come on. Uh, yeah. All right. Hold up.
a little later you know life happens things are going on and then our special guest oh my god jonathan burke how many of y'all watch harlem let me know just let me know if y'all are hip amazing amazing show he's an amazing actor and um just a lot of good stuff coming down um let me know what you have been up to did anybody watch that five hour or was it just two hours or i don't know how many hour long thing that um that press conference that biden had it was like forever every i know because i listened to it on my way home from work and it takes me over an hour and it was long but what got me was the last, the very last question was a two-part question. I don't even remember what the first part was. And he answered that part. But then when it got to the part about the student loans, he didn't answer that, and he left after all that time, you know. So I don't know if anybody caught the entirety of the situation. Maybe y'all could let me know whether or not he ever actually addressed anything having to do with student loans and and that sort of thing because um i think that's important i don't know i mean again i didn't get to listen to the whole thing um i listened to parts of it you know i just don't know i just don't know i don't know i don't think this is the spot big niggas don't need heavy coats they are <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so yeah. So the, if anybody watched it, let me know and um I would love to you know know what anybody else thought about his speech. Um did folks like it, not like it? Um feel like there was things missing or whatever. And if you're not really interested in talking about that, which I can 100% understand because that shit gets tired 
and tiresome um, after all we've been through. Um, just want to know how everybody's doing and what what the hell is everybody doing? Somebody was getting, like, on my case because I don't go out as usual. People are always trying to get me out the basement. Um, but it's cold as fuck, and everything is masked up. and You know, it just doesn't feel usual. So, I mean, please, y'all tell me where I'm supposed to be going, what I'm supposed to be doing if under the circumstances. Am I the only one? I mean, I get invited places, but honestly... With the COVID situation, I don't feel comfortable being around crowds. Could just be me. I I don't know. I don't know. Y'all tell me. Tell me something. Anyway, I'm going to do what Javon like to do. And since Tito Sadir, okay, is uh, watching, I'm going to pull up. This dope-ass song that Tito did, it's a song called Epic, and I strongly suggest that everybody purchase it. How about that? Check it out. It must be something in the water that's got me feeling this good, y'all. We here, so if you with me, get your glass up and get your ass up. My new shit. New shit. Everybody know I like new kicks. Kick. Stacking up my people like a new brick. Then I've been on the block, not a new kid. Shut the fuck, don't wanna hear your shit. Bugaboo, why you gotta be a nuisance? 2020-21 was a true bitch. Treated us like new phone. Who is? But never mind that, we're gonna make it through the rough times that Gotta think in that, we never bounce back Wouldn't be who we go without that So yeah, if you win here, nigga friend here Lift it up for the ones that should've been here Let's celebrate them with your glass up Now get your ass up, party like it's the last one If you wanna ride, come through and live with me tonight Come through,
right here where you get your little soul train line together. Come on, come on, get your ass up. Y'all get over there, y'all get over there. I'ma set it off. Y'all ain't ready for my Mary J dance. Uh-uh. Y'all ain't ready for my B-boy dance. Uh-uh. Y'all ain't ready for my mean two-step. Get it. One, two-step. Get it. One, two-step. Hey. Oh, this pop goes out to us. This real legit survival. Hey. Oh, there's something in the water makes me wanna holler. Hey. hey, if you got a fucked up vibe, don't even bother. Don't know what you were expecting. My check, my number, Mr. Emmy. Tap it out. Just for me, 
For the first time, let me just let you know you are listening to WJBR Internet Radio in the basement with Javon and Therese. Therese will be rolling through in a little bit, and we have a special guest tonight. His name is Jonathan Burke. He is an actor of an extraordinary show called Harlem, and he's also performed Broadway. Just an amazing young man, and... Mr. J is working, in case y'all didn't know. I, you know what? I can't say enough that this is you, you, the show, and most of the time participate in the show too. Um, while you're working, that means the world to me. Just want you to know that, Mr. J. I always look for you in the comment section as a chatter box. That's what's up. That's the bomb. And Sandra's eating dinner. What you eating, girl? What are you eating? I oh. Let me relate this story to y'all. Let me just let y'all know what happened to me today. Usually I try to make something, a little something, so I could bring it to lunch, for lunch, to work, right? Um, Today I decided I was going to go and get a hero, like a sub, because I didn't make anything, right? Get the sub, go into the little room they call a lounge. Only two people could be in there at the same time, but whatever. Set it up open so that the cheese could melt. Put it on a paper towel. Open up the microwave. Set it in the microwave. There's all this liquid and fluid and stuff in the microwave. Man, people just clean up after yourself. You know what I'm saying? I had to throw my whole hero away. I had to throw it away. What you eating? I bet you cook something good. And then when I came home tonight, I, you know, had to hurry up and get ready for the show. So I didn't really get an opportunity to um, (sighs) prepare. 
something to eat. But I'd be interested to know what, what you're eating. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wondering what everybody else is up to. Because, you know, I'm always interested in that, you know, knowing what everybody else is up Especially when my day was mundane. Olive Garden takeout. Woo, we all wish we could join you too. That's what's up. That is what's up. Um, you know what? Today is the birthday of a dear friend of mine. And so I think I will actually play a little bit of her music. Her name is Karen Wheeler. And she was the lead and still the lead vocalist of the group called Soul to Soul. Happy birthday, Karen. Back to life, back to reality, back to life, back to reality.
I want to play a song, play a song, and you're not pregnant. You know what? I, I, I'm i going to just skip over the part where you said hot celery. That <laughs> means celery. That is hysterical. That right there is hysterical. I love that. I love that. That's why, see, you, you special, Misty J. You are special. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, this, this is a song that Karen had sent me a couple of years ago and it's not like out there, like, um, it's, it's sort of exclusive. So let me send you, actually, she sent me two songs. Let me send you this song that she did with this gentleman. I can't remember his name right now, but it's Karen Wheeler and a friend of hers, another friend of hers. And, um, yeah, check this song out. Let me know what you think. Well 
Now that's some exclusive Karen Wheeler right there. You ain't going to hear that nowhere else. And um, happy birthday, Karen. Happy birthday. Oh, wait, there's one more exclusive Karen Wheeler we could do. Just one more, just one more. I got I to give it up for my girl. You know, all the people who say yes to you when... Nobody knows who you are, but, you know, like, they want to give you a shot. They give you, you know, they they befriend you. They take you in their house. You know what I'm saying? Um, people that look out for you. Never forget those people, even if you part ways. At least for me, that's my thing. You do me one kindness, I will never forget that kindness that you did. People, I don't forget the way people make me feel whether it's good or bad i always always remember and and i don't allow the negative thing the negative feeling to supersede the positive feeling so let's just say for example somebody did something in my favor and then they turn around and did something that made me feel bad i will still never forget the kindness that that they offered me, that to me supersedes anything. Because people, everybody's human. And, you know, people do, things happen. Things happen. And also, feelings aren't facts, although it's a fact that we feel, right? So anyway, I'm just saying that to say, you know, that I guess I'm at this reflective stage in my life right now. And... I appreciate each and every person that comes through this show, each and every person that puts a comment in the comment section, anybody who calls. As a matter of fact, the line is open if you want to call in, 347-996-5394. 
Um, every single, even, even the jackass that called the other night a couple of weeks ago, I appreciate that too. You took your time. You something about this show made it that important for you to. Not that I'm inviting that kind of tomfoolery, but you found me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You took time to do that. Yo, I can't. I I'll never get over anything. You know, thing is a lesson or a blessing. Thank you so much, Pop, for the compliment. See, Pop just made me feel good. I will. Pop, you made me feel good. Uh-huh. Yep. People will be nice so they can take advantage of you. Some people will try that. Just because people try to take advantage of you don't mean that they will be successful in it. We are a family here. That's true. And sometimes we let people hurt us for years because they save us as a ham sandwich back when we still had a streetlight curfew. You know, I'm not taking it that that far. You know, there there are some good people that make bad decisions. Um, And I'm not saying that just because I have a fond memory of somebody. They could come in my house and ramshack it and and take all my money and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I think that I, I learned from my, I learned from everything. Let's just say that, okay? And I cherish every experience, good, bad, and indifferent. How you doing, Levon? I I didn't even see I didn't even see you in the comments. How you doing, sis? Um, yeah, I I I think that um, there are some people who I knew when I was a kid, and I may not have had good feelings about them then, and they come through now. But I know you. Hey, what's up? That's it. It doesn't mean I gotta still be. I'm not gonna still be cranky. I'm, I'm, I prefer to hold on to the good stuff. I, I may not trust you with my life and all that. I mean, come on. You know, I'm grown. I ain't get this far being an idiot and just, you know, it, it, it takes, you know, negative energy. If you hold on to it, that hurts nobody but, but you. You know, like I had to learn to let go of negative energy like like i used to hold on to resentment and i'm gonna get you back i will hate you forever and for life and <laughs> that's the shit i let go it's like uh a bronx tale where a kid owes colosio 20 bucks and see he's chasing them hey give me my 20 bucks give me my 20 bucks i'm gonna kick your ass when i see you and uh, dude tells him, look, do you like that kid? He's like, no. He says, well, it's worth 20 bucks to get rid of him. He'll never stop bothering you for another dime. He'll never bother you again. Just let it go. I let go, I let go of the negative stuff. You know what? Before I play Karen Wheeler, I want to play an exclusive that I got from C.C. Peniston. 
and it's a song it's a song called Sick. Check this out. This this is fierce. And and I'm not gonna make myself sick over nobody. I'm sorry. Um I got enough shit right here on my own. CC Penison, y'all. On WJBR Internet Radio. Oh, 
So you priced them about the same. That was an exclusive C.C. Peniston song. The name of the song is Sick. And you probably could get it on um, iTunes or maybe on her website if she has a website right now. But that, that was C.C. Peniston. It was an exclusive. Um, yeah, that that's... Uh, Dope song, dope ass song. Is you know, I was thinking about this, and somebody had mentioned to me that I have like a lot of music by some artists that the songs never went mainstream, and from time to time I should play those songs, especially if I dig them, then other people will dig them. Well, that's one of them. Um, CC Peniston, sick. So as a single individual, I feel like Hellman's is telling me to put it in my pocket. If I buy the large one, it goes to waste. Why not just pay for the smaller one? It's not like a sample. I I, I don't. I I be careful with that, Misty. You know, tonight we have special guest Jonathan Burke coming through. We're very excited, very, very, very excited. Um, The number to call in tonight is 347-996-5394. Just a reminder that you are listening to WJBR Internet Radio in the basement with Javon and Therese in this broadcast is licensed via Live 365 and covers listeners in the USA through Sound Exchange, ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC in Canada, through SOCAN and ReSound, and the USA. Um, yeah, and the UK through PPL and PRS for music. So, Yes, it is um, Karen Wheeler's birthday, and um must be some other birthdays today, but I know there's another birthday coming up. Why would I pay the large price for the small one? It's simple economics for things that are price-based, how much of it will be stolen. I'm not persuaded, LaVon. I, I hear that argument I'm not persuaded I feel like they're giving me a choice I could pay three dollars for the small one or I could pay three dollars for the larger one I, I I don't see I I I don't know I you know hey that just me just me I, I guess I'm overruled outvoted two to one three to one Oh, yes, we have to get on that. I've been working on the playlist. Uh, We've been working out some ideas, and um, exactly, this is what we need to work on, how much is bail. (laughs) If the large one is $3 and the small one is $3, how much is bail? That's that's a, a good question. When is that happening, Pop? Do you have a rough estimate? Yes, we have a rough estimate. It will be around Valentine's Day. So I think in a couple of weeks, 
we'll get it rounded up. We'll get it. So we're gonna we're gonna have a show. See how it goes, and if it goes well, then we will figure out how often we want to do it. There's no bell for mayonnaise. Oh, see, I wouldn't know that. I guess they just let you out. They they don't even arrest you, right? Just don't. I don't know. Yes, let's do the details soon. Uh, what time is it? Okay, it, it's it's. We need a basement back room Zoom. And what exactly would we do in that back room Zoom, Sage? That's interesting. I'd like to know more about that. I would have to take at least $100 worth for them to make a move. I've worked loss prevention. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. So, yeah, this is, uh, since we're talking the sexy show and since, um, our special guest tonight, Mr. Burke, is sexy. Um, we can talk instead of type. Aha. Uh-huh. So, together, but not on air. Aha. Uh-huh. Like a, a Zoom party. How you doing, Mrs. Matthews? So you're talking about like a Zoom party. I get you. I get you. I guess we could we could figure that out. We could figure that out. All right. All right. So so let me let me know if uh this is sexy. This this song. Cuz I was wondering, you know this sexy today's sexy and then this sex I think everything is sexy. I don't know. Let's see. Nah, that's just old, right? No? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. You know, sexy why don't why don't y'all help help me out here and and send us a list of some of your sexiest music. Like what what music gets you in that sexy mood? You know, y'all know how to reach me, right? W J B R, right? Um at javonsbasement.com, wjbr at javonsbasement.com. Hit me up with a list of your most sexy songs, cause I was just I was just getting ready to play some sexy music, and I was like, that's not sexy. It's just old and slow. That don't make it sexy, you know. But you know, sexy is is different for each person. Zoom party sounds like fun. Uh, well. Yeah, that could that could be fun. Well, the plunger, the axe, that could be dangerous. I, the, the the plunger and the axe. Uh, the plunger, I could get with the plunger, but the axe. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I I feel like anything by Avant. Yes. Don't close the door. 
tell you this. You are more than a man could ever want. Yes, Missy J, you bring the maker, uh, the male. Yes. myself it gets out of control you know when the, I, I i need you rest it's just to keep us what what, what does it look like she bought to cop the mayo what does that mean or am i reading she, it wrong no she's looking like she bought to cop the mayo i I, I'm not exactly sure what she meant by that. I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, Misty was yeah. uh, Misty was talking about yes, Lilo Thomas. That's the man right there. Um, Misty was talking about how there are some things that she believes that are put in place for her to just take them, bar to make them hot, like just like okay. Celery comes in bunches, but she's single, and she only needs one. So she's not going to buy the bunch. 
take to the park? Uh, the the small thing of mayo is three dollars, and the big thing of mayo is three dollars. I get it about the cop the mayo. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, so so <laughs> she feels like you should be able to to just you know confiscate that small bottle because the 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 big one you don't need all of that mayo and I don't know where that's going on. I don't know. I I, cracking, I come into cracking. What y'all doing in here? <laughs> the dark section. Get them. Get them, Rest. I got twisting peanuts and cracking pops and eggplants and mayo and plungers. What is going Peaches? What is happening? You know, the plunger, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> Crack my peanuts. All right, Pop. All right, Pop. Mm. Well, I will say this. I'm very excited that you are here. How are you? Excuse me. I am taking it minute by minute, literally. That's okay. I'm sitting here with one of my baby sisters. It's here from San Diego, California. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, my life is a series of phone calls at this point, but I'm, I'm hanging. That's all right. And I got you. I got you. <laughs> if I could put a smile on your face, I am good. You always do. You always do. As As do you with me. You know, and as does our special guest tonight, always, always, this brother is number one, cute as, I, you know, is that an insult to, to say that a man is cute? You know, I don't know. He's a young man to me. You know, I'm old. I could be his mother. You know what I'm saying? Or, or I say beautiful. I'm or sorry. his stepmother. Let me put it like that because, you know, I wasn't into no birth and babies and stuff, but I could be a stepmother. <laughs> and he's adorable and he's a good oh my god he's a great actor Broadway big screen little he's screen if he's doing Broadway he's definitely got chops you know? oh my god and yes he is oh he is handsome Pop has, has clarified for me don't be calling him cute he's handsome. he's handsome okay he's handsome and he's talented and extremely talented. And, and on a great show. I absolutely love Harlem. I have to actually I have to connect with my uh with my episodes, but I absolutely love it. I think the premise is amazing and I have fun watching it. So yeah, it's one of my faves. You know what? Let's have fun then. Speaking with him. How about that? Let's get him on here. Come out the green room. There you go. Hey, there he is. How you doing? I'm so good. Jonathan Burke in the building for people. Okay, so for those of you who have not or do not know Jonathan's face and, and been under a rock, y'all have to check out the show, Harlem. It's amazing. It's super oh. fun, you know. And he's doing his thing. And should I say it or should Javon? Javon, you want to? You want to? And congrats. Well, congratulations. Yes. 
Thank you. Yes, we got NAACP Image Award nomination, Outstanding Comedy Series. Yes, yes. That is not easy to snag, you know. That is amazing. That is yes. amazing. Yes, yes. yes. Out yesterday, so this is fresh off the wow. press. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Congrats, congrats. So, wait, before, I don't know where you were getting ready to go, but I want to know, when you first heard it, where were you, and what did you do? Were you going there, Rez? Was that yes, you? yes. I was actually sitting right here in my apartment, um, and I was on Instagram because a friend of mine's show also got nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series Run the World. Risha Webb is a dear friend of mine. We went to high school together. Wow. And I saw that he posted it. And I said, hold up, let me look up and see if we got nominated. Because <laughs> I know if your show got nominated, my show should get nominated. <laughs> well, you know, it's, look, we want everyone to win. But um, I, so I looked it up and I saw it right there. And actually, I texted Megan Good, Jerry Johnson, Shaniqua Shande, the girls, we had like a group text and I was like, girls, we're nominated. They didn't even know. They had wow. they were like, What? So I told them. That is amazing. So did yeah. you tell your family? Absolutely, yes. And what yes. was the response? Who who was your first call aside from your castmates? My mother always. Uh huh. And what was yeah. her response? Oh, she's like that's wonderful. She's, very, <laughs> she's beautiful. I, I love, she's my absolute role model inspiration. She's everything to me. Um, but she just was like so excited about it. So she's, just, she's so excited about the show in general. She's just really over the moon. So nice. good. Congratulations. Probably watching out. Hey, Ma. Hey. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, Rezzy. What were you going to ask? No, no, I was, was going to ask too. Also, that was one of them. Response a great, great uh, telepathy there. So, Jonathan, tell let's 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 back up for a second. Let's like do some moonwalking. When did you first decide that you wanted to do the acting thing? When did it hit you? Where were you? Was it a school thing? Like, give us some of that backstory. Oh my gosh, yeah, it was literally like one of those moments out of like I don't know if you're a fan of the Michael ja- the Jackson movie about the Jacksons and when like little Michael sang on the stage yes. and everyone went crazy. I love that. Literally I had that moment. I, I love that movie, The American Dream. The yes, Jacksons. yes. Anytime yes. it's on, I will watch it. Um, <laughs> but I literally had that moment in sixth grade at Cardinal Sheehan School in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, yes. I was doing a musical called Motown Review that our uh, choir director, like drama teacher, Kenyatta Hardison, had created herself. She had written this musical. She just kind of devised this musical about Motown. And um, I was playing Stevie Wonder. And I actually also played Michael Jackson. But in this moment, the specific moment was when I was singing My Sharia Moore. Um, and I came out, started singing, and the audience started screaming. And I was like, oh, okay. And by the end, it was a standing ovation. The little girls were in the wings watching. I was like, my whole family was there. And they were shocked. They had no idea that I really could sing like <laughs> They knew I could like sing around the house, you know, but they didn't know. And so it was a it was a big moment for all of us. And from that moment I literally was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be an actor from here on out. I love the applause. <laughs> At that time, that's wow. Wow. And so I told it like my time to just, you know, singing and acting from there on. Yeah, and you got a theater background, so you had some chops. Because yeah. there's nothing like and I tell people all the time, if you you're not, well, okay, let me not say what you're not, because that'll sound 
like a thespian. <laughs> what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is that if anyone says that they are an actor and they do not do theater, um, because there is a big difference between live performance that you have to go out there every night, eight eight shows a week sometimes, mm-hmm. grinding live and get it right every night because you have to. It, it's it's a you can't explain it unless you do it. You know, it's one of those um, versus film that you can you know obviously cut take do over. You know, there's all kinds of wizardry that goes on. There's nothing like live performance. That's right. So, yeah, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that because I feel like, you know, people don't always give theater the credit that it's due because well, it doesn't reach the masses in the way that mm-hmm. movies and TV do. Yes, um, I was going to say theater's responsible for that too because it's yeah. accessibility. They didn't make it accessible to the masses and purposely at, at one point, mm-hmm. and they paid for that, you know. Um, right. It's yeah. time for revisions in the theater as well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. So Chris tells us that you chose acting over neurosurgery. Is that true? That's my mommy. That's my mommy. That's your mom. Hi, mom. (laughs) Acting over neurosurgery. Oh wow. When I was I was like I was a straight A student like my whole life. So I was you know my my friends used to make fun of me and call me the smart guy because we were like the same age and like looked alike and I had straight A. And so I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. I got my mother, my aunts, my grandparents, they all would give me books about neurosurgery, Ben Carson books. Mind you, I was like 10. But I was like reading these books and I was like, I'm going to be a neurosurgeon for sure. But then Motown happened and I was like, you know what? Maybe not. (laughs) So, yeah. Neurosurgeon. That's, That's major. That's yeah, major. That's a major twist. So you get you got the brains, you got the chops, you got the beauty. I oh, mean, what you. what don't you do? I, I don't know. I do. Honestly, I don't. I, I'm, don't ask me to play sports now. I'm not. That, that's not really my thing. No, not I'm great at the gym. Okay. I love working out, but sports. Leave that to my brother. Yeah, my brothers. They're good. They're good at that. <laughs> wow, amazing. My sisters too, actually. They're amazing. How how did you adapt in twenty twenty under the COVID environment? Like mm-hmm. how did you adapt being, you know, in the business? What were some of your go tos that helped get you through? Well, I spent a lot of time right here, right and right now on Zoom <laughs> doing a lot of uh at first, you know, at first I was there was nothing going on. I mean, you know, as it was for everyone. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when the Black Lives Matter movement really went full effect, there was a huge call to action for artists to kind of bring their voice to this struggle. And a lot of people were asking me to do monologues and songs and short plays and readings and things like that. So I was doing a whole lot of that that was in support, you know, of Black Lives Matter, as well as in support of COVID relief, too, like, you know, raising money for different organizations and stuff like that. Um, so that was what I was doing in terms of like artistically, but personally, I was really, I was spending a lot of time with my close, we, we built our little circle here in New York and we had our little bubble and we would just spend time together that we never really get to spend because uh, all of us are really artists. And so we're always working and, you know, unavailable here or there. So it was really nice to kind of reconnect with them, going to the park, like mm. something we never do. Central mm. Park. You really you rediscover the beauty of New York in a lot of ways during that time. Um, 
and I was working out from home. I did keep that up. I'm a big, like I said, I'm an avid uh, workout person, gym bunny. So um, I was doing that, and I actually really reinvested myself in writing. Mm. And I started writing. I've created a scripted series that is starring me and two other friends. We wrote it together. We executive produced it. It's called Not Looking. And um, that was something that was really new and fresh for me to do because it was like, well, there's not anything out here right now. Let's create something so that when things are available, maybe this could be one of the new things that comes back out. So we've been developing this series. It's about three black and brown best friends that are gay in New York City that make a pact to stay out of relationships for a year. Mm. So you can imagine what obstacles come to play <laughs> when you make that decision. Of course, yeah. everyone starts. Oh, okay. so, wow. yeah. The universal test comes through. Now, what That's would right. really be interesting is <laughs> three black lesbians committed to not being in relationships. Because yeah. you know, honey, if they and they need to be really attractive, yeah. that shit, they ain't, you know how one date, one sip of your wine, and it's give luggage. <laughs> Did you really say that? Yeah, I said the I said the quiet part outside up out loud. <laughs> Let, I I mean, I don't I don't know. Is it is it the same thing sort of for I the mean, guys? You you, fa- you find know, I found recently that I've at least looked around a lot of circles of mine and people are getting into relationships much faster than I ever have seen in the past. Maybe that's because now like marriage equality is a thing, so people are like excited mm-hmm, about the fact mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. could be married. You know, so they're like, let's get, get, get engaged. I'm like, y'all just met a month ago. But, <laughs> you know, to each his own. Um, so I think it's less definitely in, you know, the gay world than possibly the lesbian world. But it's definitely on the rise. Um, but, yeah, maybe thing. they can be a spinoff. A but, spinoff with yeah, but that's a good stuff. thing. I, I think that's really a positive thing, you know, commitment. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. So you the baseline commitment is to oneself, though. Right. You know, first. right. And that, that's what the series really comes to. Like, that's the main idea. You got to be right with yourself before you're ready for these other things. So Our friend Misty J says that's because the rent is high. That's why people <laughs> get mad. <laughs> yes. That also, that is so true. I actually have really realized that people are moving in because they can't afford to live alone. Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, this is... This yeah. makes more sense for me financially, so we're going to work it out. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. amazing. That's um, amazing. Yeah. What, do you, what do you aspire to do within, like, what would be your, if you could cast yourself in mm. the next blockbuster, what, how do you see yourself as an actor? Um, well, I've, I actually have this idea in which I want to play Prince in the biopic. And I think that that is deserved, you know, his story to be told. So that's something that always kind of comes to my mind. I love his music. I think he's just such an inspiration. It's so amazing. Um, So that would be dope, you know. Uh, But I also would love something like original that's, you know, completely out of the blue, like a superhero or something, Marvel. That would be so fun. You know, I, I know that there was, there was a recent gay superhero in The Eternals. A friend mm-hmm. of mine, Brian, played this. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing, but look, there can be more than one. I will play a gay superhero. Right. Um, 
that would be <laughs> dope. We all the superpowers without being called superheroes. We got the superpowers. Yeah, that's right. Clear. That's right. Hell, I think I think Prince was a superhero. I just Absolutely. you know he was. He really was. Honestly, superhuman. Yeah, yeah. But could you capture the shade? Because <laughs> Prince was the master. <laughs> Oh, I'm from Baltimore. There's a lot oh, of shade. Okay. <laughs> Very shady in Baltimore. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. And mom is down with, with Prince. Mom mom's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Prince. Okay. Prince yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Love did you ever it. think of did you ever think of writing a, a piece about Prince yourself? Now yeah, someone writing I hadn't really thought about that, but you know, since I've written a series, maybe I should Venture into writing a film. I've never tried to write a film yet. Yeah. So that might be my next thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think um, some people will start off with a one-man show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then develop it from there. Right. So that's a, just throwing it out there because, I mean, hell, yeah. you could do it all anyway. So I yeah. might I might even crawl out the basement for that one. Hey. <laughs> I, I'd, like, yeah. I'd like to see you in, in an outfit with the butt cut out. You know that's going to be there for sure. <laughs> you know, I like to I see that. I love the gym. I've been doing my squats. I'm ready. That's it. I know. It's powerful. Bang. Excuse yeah. me, Mom. You know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. Sorry for that. Well, well, she's the punctuation part of the of Prince, so I, I think she gets it. Somebody yeah, tells yeah. me Mom is pretty cool and fly. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah Extremely sure. fly. So you and I have a mutual friend I found out on <laughs> Facebook. Oh, who is it? Uh, someone I call the maestro, uh, Dion. What's the last? Oh, yeah, of course, Dion. We love McFreeny. Yes, McFreeny. Yes, we we actually worked together recently. She wrote in a a beautiful song, um, for a duet for me and a guy Jamie Sapero about these black gay kings, and mm. it's a it's an, on an album of lullabies for uh, queer families. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah, and the song is actually called The Beautiful Sun. The song that she wrote that it's a beautiful ballad. Um and yeah, check it out. Check out this um this album if you can, The Beautiful Sun. Yeah, Dion. We love Dion. Dion is the bomb. She is the bomb. She's been the musical director every time I did anything. Oh, has she? Yeah, Yeah. she's amazing. Like, okay, Dion, I need you to bring this music to life, please. You know? (laughs) And and she does. And and just she's just incredible. So I, I as soon as I saw that you knew her, I was like, okay, this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yes. And and I see some questions. Um, one of which is, who inspires you in this business? Oh my goodness. Um. Well, you know, my initial, the first person that really inspired me was Audra McDonald. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of hers. She's. If people don't know who that is. You better find most decorated Tony Award winner of a performance, individual performance um, ever. She is incredible, but she also does TV and film. All the things that I aspire for myself, she does. She's a Black woman. Um, And she is just incredible. She was one of the first people that I, like, looked up to and was like, wow, what are you doing? I could ever do that. So I know you saw the infamous Billie Holiday then. Of course, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. She was so phenomenal in that. Oh, absolutely. my gosh. Absolutely. It was spooky. It was spooky. It was. The 
have the minute she opened her voice at the very top of the show, the audience gasped. It was that surreal yeah. and eerie. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she is definitely one. Uh, of course, you know, for the film, Denzel, like, the king. Oh, yeah. He, he showed all of us black boys that we could do it. I mean, before him, of course, Sidney Poitier, rest in peace. Amen, go right there. Of course, the original, you know. But uh, all those, those people just are all inside of me, and I'm trying to make them proud of what I'm doing and keep their mm. legacy you know. how, how important is it to you to know your history or give me or give me how you feel about knowing your history in your craft oh my god I think it's so important <clears throat> excuse me I studied uh, I, I got a BFA in theater you know from college I actually went to performing arts high school prior to that so I was always a student of the arts and I think a lot of people you know think that you can just get up and do a film and you don't need to know where it all came from, but it adds so much to your talent when you know what came before you and, and you know all aspects of the business, how they make a film, how you build a set, the lights, like all those things actually are really important as an artist to know what goes into it. Um, so I think it's really important and the legacy that you are leading, you know, to know those people that open those doors, you've got to honor them and speak their name and, you know, make them proud with what you're doing because they didn't do it for naught. Absolutely. Know? And if you, like, and I say that all the time, um, if you are in a certain genre, music, doesn't matter what it is, know your history. You Absolutely. know, you, you have to know, you know, um, if nothing yeah. else. Say again? You, learn, you learn so much from them. I mean, Sure. They are the blueprint, really. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Right. right. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to just show a, a quick clip, and you can maybe tell us a little something about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think this is the spot. Big niggas don't need heavy coats. They are heavy coats. Trust me. Last year, I met Bingo here. Bingo. Ain't no thin man named Bingo. That's what I'm trying to tell you, girl. We wear Popeyes every night. Oh, I love when they got a little grease in their beard. Mm-hmm. You got anything bigger than a 3XL? Hey, Zip. Hey, Stick. Uh, hi. You want to leave this for with me? They'll cuddle up on our large blanket and eat some chicken pot pie on a hopefully plush couch in your apartment. Or sip double syrup hot cocoa and stare into each other's eyes. Wow, you really do have nice eyes. Thanks. I was going to say, your boobs are really great. Top shelf titty. <laughs> so, what's it going to be? Boobs? Neither. I have a boyfriend. That's not fair. Oh, how do you expect us to find big niggas if y'all double dip like this? Yeah, no, I thought you waited this late. It's like buying a Christmas tree on the 24th. Get your plus ass fantasies away from me. Whatever. <laughs> Now what? We hit Shake Shack. Big niggas love to eat and they always got a combo. Then Best Buy. The security guys at the front are always jumbo plus. And we bring down every UPS truck we see. Yes, girl, come on. Let's go. Love it. (laughs) Oh, God. I love Shaniqua Shande, who plays Angie. Oh, my God. Her timing is impeccable. She's got impeccable timing, you know. And the two of you in that scene, the timing is wonderful. Definitely. Thank you. We had so much fun. I mean, every time we were on set together, it was like a party, like joy, fun, 
love that scene is definitely one of my favorites i just we had so much fun i mean and and actually surprise thing some of that like we improv some mm. of that so that's not you know a lot of the beauty of this series is that we were allowed to improv so a lot of things you're seeing are things that we came up with on the spot and we would do say different things every take so we were curious to see what they used in the end you know mm. like the line about the Popeyes I made that up in the spot right there at that moment and we were just playing all having the grease in the beard like she just made it up like we were just going off of each other nice. so it's amazing you have someone that you can play with like that uh, you yeah. know you feel so free and it's so great I mean we we got to meet each other via zoom before we started filming because we had something called a chemistry read mm-hmm. for my final audition because they mm-hmm. had me and a couple other guys in the finals you know then they had to have each of us read with her to see you know who vibes right? And from that day, that moment, as soon as we got on this camera, I was like, oh, that's my girl. Yeah, this is, this is right. And, and it, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's definitely a contender and, and absolutely impeccable timing. Like, oh my God, watching man. the series is just fun with her. Yeah, she's so fun. And, and that scene also, we shot in this shoe store in Harlem called Jimmy Jazz which is a shoe store that I literally shop at. I lived in Harlem for many years. I still live in New York. I go there shopping. So for me to be shooting a TV show in that place was like a very full circle moment. And I, I loved it. I walked down the street and I saw friends literally. It's on 125th Street. They were like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm actually shooting a TV show. Like, I'm not just shopping. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, it was, it was amazing. Nice, nice, nice. Karen and Jack, yes. Look, that's an honor. I look to say that they're my favorites. Oh Absolutely. my god. Mm-hmm. And I see, get that. Actually, Karen and Jack were amazing, and they they are legendary, and that is that is a quite a comparison. And I would have to agree that you guys have excellent chemistry together. Um, thank you, thank you so I much. I see you doing doing more things together. Hopefully, you know, if people knew how to cast. Well, you know, they would certainly, it'd be a no-brainer to have you two paired up again because the energy moves. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Well, well, look, season two. We're hoping for season two. We get to see what else. Well, who we got? Who we got to nudge for season two? Is it held up somewhere? Like, are they making a decision? What's happening? Listen, we're all waiting to find out ourselves. I guess got to just make sure everyone keeps watching so the numbers are up and that they, you know. Vote for us on the NAACP Image Awards. If we win, I'm sure that'll help. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. The definitely. nomination and the vote that count for this show. It is one of the faves right now. And it really, really works. And it showcases us and people who look like us and real scenarios that are relatable. And it does not matter what your orientation is. It is a good show. That's right. That's it is right. a good show. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Yvonne. Well, what what I was gonna, what I was going to ask next is, okay. since you also love to sing, I'm assuming yeah. because you were singing around the house, you sing Broadway, you sang and you sang. Uh-huh. Who, aside from Prince, are some of your favorite artists, and who do you listen to? Oh, okay. Well, just now on the way here back home from the grocery store, I was listening to SZA. I love SZA. Okay. She's my girl. I love her right now. Like the contemporary artists that I love, her, SZA, Jasmine Sullivan, oh. uh, which is, she's one of the greatest she's voices of all time. She's, 
change the top. Um, but then I go back to, of course, the greats such as Whitney. Of course, I still listen to her on a regular. Day, I was listening to her this morning. Um, Aretha, of course, Stevie, no better. I got to meet Stevie once. What? Amazing. Yeah, it was really amazing. When he came to see a show, I was it. Opening night, I was in this musical. B.B. Winans wrote a musical about the Winans family. Mm. And I was in it playing one of the brothers in L.A., and all, like all of Black Hollywood came through. Actually, Megan Good came to see it. Wow! <laughs> actually, well, I didn't I didn't know her at the time outside of being a fan. But I met her then. I actually didn't even tell her this. I have to talk to her about that. Um, but yeah, um, Stevie came. Oh my gosh, Cicely Tyson came. That's amazing. But, yeah, it was amazing. Quincy Jones. I mean, everyone came. It was incredible. But yes, those those artists continue. Uh, India Ari is one of my favorites, Jill Scott, those two mm-hmm. queens. I, mean, I can listen to them all day. Uh, yeah. It, it sounds as though you've had some amazing experiences. So since you've, let's just say, become popular, right? Mm-hmm. Since you've been working Broadway and, and doing your own TV show, out of all of the experiences that you've had so far in your young life, which is the thing that's like, oh, my God? Well, it's tough. There's two that are real tight. Okay. One of which, for sure, is being on Harlem. Honestly and truly, it is an absolute dream, dream come true. I had done so much theater prior, and I've been wanting to transition into doing more TV and film. And honestly, the pandemic forced me in a way into that lane, the thing that I had been wanting to do because theater closed completely. So there was no option to go back to Broadway. So I was like, all right, this is, this is the universe telling me, go do what you said you're going to do. There's no turning back. So I really hit the ground running with TV and film auditions and I got to book Harlem and it's truly one of my greatest experiences because not only am I on TV, but I'm telling a story about us, like exactly what you said, Therese, this black story about where I live currently, people I love, representing a character that's a part of the queer culture that you don't often see, a bisexual black man on screen. I'm I don't know many examples of that. Right, right. And that's being accepted by a black woman. It's amazing. And that hopefully can open a lot of people's hearts and minds to the types of stories that we can tell about us because it's limitless. <laughs> so has been really, really one of my greatest. The other most amazing experience would have to be when I made my Broadway debut in the musical Choir Boy, written by Terrell Alvin McCraney, who wrote Moonlight. He won an Oscar for Moonlight, if you mm. guys haven't seen that. Yes, I have. It's beautiful. Amazing. And so he's a dear friend of mine, and I ended up being the leading role in this play on Broadway. Um, and that was incredible because it was about a black gay boy finding himself, his voice and his place in society coming of age and um, in this all boy private school. Um, it was a dream, 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 dream. Cause my initial dream was Broadway. That was my first dream when I was on that stage at Colonel Sheen was theater. Okay, um, so take me here for a second. First dream, Broadway. Because Broadway is just not easy to get into. Okay? No. 
you know, you had, I mean, so what was that like for you? How did you audition? Who sent you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I got this BFA in musical theater from college. And at that school, it's a really renowned, Ithaca College, it's one of the top arts colleges, you know, in the country. And so we had this thing called Showcase um, at senior year when you go to New York or L.A. and you perform for agents, managers, you know, and um, people in the industry to get to know you. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And from that, I got an agent. So that agent I was with for many, many years. And with that agent, they would send me on as well as me going on my own auditions. I would do my own auditions because, you know, you can't rely on somebody else to do everything for you. You got to do it yourself as well. So I was using their resources, mine, and I was auditioning, I mean, standing in line for hours and hours, all day long, eight hours to audition. And then sometimes they would be like, oh, sorry, there's no more time. We've seen everyone we can come back another day or there will be no other day. Sorry. Like this happened. I mean, you know, until eventually you start getting into those rooms and they start knowing you and knowing your talent and you book something and then you do a great job with that. And then the word of mouth spreads and they tell their friends, you should use this actor for this gig. And, you know, so it became a network. Um, And it's, it's been quite an amazing journey. I did five tours of Broadway, no, four tours of Broadway shows. Um, before I ever made it on Broadway. So I was around the country doing regional gigs, off-Broadway, and then finally I made my Broadway debut with this. This Actually, honestly, this is a crazy story. I don't know if you have time to tell it. Yeah, we got time for you. Go ahead. Okay, I I made my Broadway debut in this musical called Tuck Everlasting. Actually, I got cast in this new musical Tuck Everlasting in the ensemble as a dancer. But the week before we uh, started in the theater, I broke my foot in rehearsal. Ooh. A medical leave. Consequently, for the entire run of the show. So I never actually got to perform the show because it closed within one month of opening. It wasn't a hit. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so the week that I was to return to the show, I was healed. And they were like, oh, this is your week. You're going to start back. They got the closing announcement, and they were like, sorry, you're not going to actually get to go back. It's closing. So that was kind of a crazy dream-deferred shifting of energy and space for me. And I was like, wow, okay, what does this mean, like, for my life? There has to be some lesson to be learned. There's something that I can get out of this. Right. And so what I got out of it was that I ultimately, in that show, was – was representing myself in a way that I actually didn't find was the way that I wanted to present myself as an artist to the world in its fullest form. Um, And I mean that in the way of I was dancing in an ensemble of a show that honestly, and I'm going to be very real, felt thankless to me. I felt underappreciated and undervalued. Mm. And I felt for not being used to the point that they could be. And I said, you know what? what my Broadway day's debut is going to be is going to make me shine in all the ways that I believe to be true. I didn't know what that would be, but I knew something was going to come, and I was it's going to be a story that means something deeply to me, and that was Choir Boy, and it was just that. It was beyond every expectation. Wow. You know, it was really, I was like, you know what? That's why that didn't happen, because if I had done that, the, the, the Broadway industry would have seen me in a certain light. You know, sometimes they could put you in these boxes, and they'd say, oh, he's just a dancer. He's just a 
But the fact that I got to make my actual debut starring in a play with music set a whole new message to the industry. Can I just hold you for a second? Yeah. Just for a second, because you're dropping, you dropping jewel bombs all over the place. Yeah, really. And, and you know, and, and you don't, I didn't want to have to do it that way, um, but I do want to say, and please, you guys, forgive me for moving around. Um, oh. Trying to get settled, I had to let somebody out, but um, you just said something that I want you to really, really, really um, understand its impact if you don't already. I don't know if you do, you'll tell me if you do, but you just said that you, and you know, God doesn't make any mistakes, you know, in, in, in journey, you know, um, and we all have our own journeys. But you mentioned something in what you just said was that you wanted to be represented in a certain light, you know, and you didn't think so. So you made every effort, you know, and I'm paraphrasing it, you know, um, you know, there's a, what he said versus what I understood it to be, mm-hmm. you know, was someone who took their time and decided, you know something, I'm going to revamp just so that I can present my package, you know, me in the best way, you know, because all the reasons that you said after the fact make total sense. But the idea that you are following your bliss, you know, and you are purposeful and intentional with following, not only following your bliss, but in a way that represents you, you know, is why everything else can line up to do the same thing for you. You know, Mm -hmm. you spoke Mm -hmm. about being on the show Harlem, you know, and what that felt like and and, and how you were able to represent a a, a bisexual male, you know, in a light that you can tell amazing stories about because they're not one dimensional. And, and, you know, in Harlem, you know, um, with some amazing... You're, you have intentionally set up your career path, you know, by making claim to what you want. You mm. know, um, my next question to you is, can you define in your own words what walking on faith is? Mm. Mm. You know, thank you for what you said. That is very beautiful and spot on. That is exactly how I want to live my life and how I continue to. Um, You know, this industry is so much about faith. I mean, honestly, the belief in self um, is so important and knowing of self. So when I was able to truly step into my and know what that means, and how I want that to look for the world, then I was able to hold on to the faith that what was for me will be for me and be beyond my imagination and nothing will ever stop it. Nothing can change that because it's already ordained for my life. Mm. So more now. That's what it is for me. Right. So knowing that that was unlocked everything, honestly, knowing who I was and not being afraid to live in the fullness of that and not being ashamed to say what I want for my life. Right. Right. You get to the side, you know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, (laughs) uh, you know, that's, that's okay that you think that, you know, you, you see yourself in some other place than where someone else may think that you should be. (laughs) 
That doesn't mean that you think you're better than them or anything else. It's no. this is what I know for myself to be yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. COVID, COVID, you know, and, and I hate relating everything back to COVID, but it was an acceleration of how precious life is for me. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was an acceleration of the fact that you need to be enjoyed. This is not a dress rehearsal. We are live. We're actually living. You know, you don't get too many chances to, to figure it out later, you know, because um, you never, you, these days are, and nights are unpredictable, you know, and the only thing that you can rally on is what you believe about yourself, you know, and how you, and for the art, if you get an opportunity or blessing to be able to create, I'm also part of the industry, to be able to do that and be full about it and intentional about it. And you don't have to have it all lined up because life isn't lined up, you know, Um, but you just have to make the commitment to move it forward. Yeah, I love what you say. You keep using the word intention. I love when you say that because that is so important to me. I have so much intention about the things that I do in my career with my and my life in general, but definitely about my career. You know, I have to make the decisions that are right for me. And those decisions honestly are not about financial things for me. Mm. For me, it's about what is this message going to be for the world? How is it going to help someone or teach someone, open someone's eyes in some way? That doesn't mean it's always dramatic. Harlem is a comedy. It's so much fun. But it also brings the depth and truth and opens people's eyes to so many different things. Um, So I just have a lot of intention about that, which I'm so grateful that I've been able to follow through with those things and the experiences that I've had artistically. And, you know, I said no to plenty of things because I said, you know, this is not in alignment with me at this moment. But thank you for thinking of me. You know, I'm on another path right now. Mm, that is beautiful. And that, that's like the key to success. Because, yeah. you know, what is success? You know? And, right. and right. that right there, self-actualization, that self-intended yeah. success is success. Right. Yeah, and honestly, and Oprah always said this. Uh, I left Oprah. See, um, you know, because I walk with this intention and the purpose and the, the thing that means something to me, the money ultimately comes. Like, that's oh. not focused on. Like, once you're living in your passion and your truth, there's no way that that's not going to be fruitful. And it always has been. Never. You absolutely. Please, 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 please remember that. Do not yeah. make money your God. Don't make money the first thing that detours you from anything. Walk on faith. The money will find you. It always does. You know, right. I had to have some hard, you know, and I, listen, if there's anything that I can share about that particular piece to be accurate, you know, money always shows up and it's the easy part, quite frankly, you know, mm-hmm. um, it really is. You know, you just have to, your intention and what you want to do, like the idea of it, that's it. That's it That's first. It. That's it first. That's the money. <laughs> That's the value, you know. That's Anybody can give you some greenbacks, but, you know, the value is in the, well, we call them intellectual property, but the value is in the idea. The value is in what you choose to do and how you plant your, your flag, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes, yes, it is. A, I'm enjoying it. We are both enjoying it. Absolutely. You, you are a pleasure. A pleasure. Thank you. And Thank if you. I was your mom, I'd be proud too. And I'm proud of you, and I'm not your mom. 
I'm not even I'm not I'm not even your stepmom. <laughs> and I'm still Thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're a beautiful oh, spirit. Yes, yeah, she has a lot to be proud of. You are her living legacy. So And see Maria you know, Stokes yeah. says, Jonathan, I love your energy. She also oh, said preach a little bit, you know. <laughs> preach. Yeah, that's my auntie. This is family hour. Yes, but yes. that's what's up. That's what's up. When hey, when family. your when your family supports you in everything that you do, including interviews, that is the dopest thing. That speaks yeah. volumes. Not just oh. when you walk across and accept that award you're about to get, but yeah. we claiming it for you because you know yes. you deserve it. Thank you. you yes, of course. Support is so important. Oh my gosh. I honestly am so grateful for them for allowing me to pursue my dream in the way, you know, a lot of families, especially black families, honestly, you know, can't have that freedom often to explore their passion because they're trying to make ends meet. Right. I've been very grateful and thankful for my family for being so supportive and allowing me to pursue that. And here we are. And so they love it. Nice, mm. mm. nice, nice. 90 year old. Nana is watching her Jonathan too. All right, oh, Nana. Oh, oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We well, got the elders nodding. You know, you know, you can't go She's wrong. You can't. Yeah, so it man. seems like you have a lot of strong women in mm-hmm. in in your corner. Mm-hmm. What, many, many. What is that? I don't know. What does that do for you? Say to you about women, black women, your women. Listen, there is no greater human on the earth than a black woman, and I will stand by that for 100% every day, all day. Like, you guys have the world on your shoulders, and you continue to carry more of us on it, on your back. Like, we are here literally because of black women. So I honor every black woman on this earth, especially the ones that raised me. I love them, and I just want to make them proud. They've been so wonderful and instrumental in my growth and like championing me. I, I just, I can't speak any more highly of black women, especially my mama and my grandmother, my aunt. Yeah. I think it's time now to to rapid fire. I think so too. Well, Jonathan, we like to play a little game. And it's a word association game. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything crazy. Okay. Not, it's a word association game, and it just gives folks a peek behind the veil because you don't know what's coming. That's why we call them rapid fire. So no wrong answer. They're all yours. The first thing that comes to mind, you say. I'll go first okay. with a series of words, and then Giovanni will go right after. Okay. So that's the agreement, right? Yes. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Theater. Joy. Director. Leader. King. God. Love. Family. Money. Green. Success. Passion. Partnership. Love. 
community. Mm, people. And my last one will be mm, my last one is going to be God. Spirit. Siobhan, you're up next. Thank you. Okay. Yes. I love it. Bojangles. <gasps> Dance. Stepping face. Blackface. Racism. Sydney. Poitier. <laughs> That's a word, but <laughs> Sydney Poitier. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Langston Hughes. Poet. Stevie Wonder. Oh, bliss. Prince. Power. Nat King Cole. Smooth. Shaka Khan. Fire. <laughs> and my last one, motherhood. Growth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was listening to Shaka this morning. Were you? Clearly. Sade, Shaka. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was dope. (laughs) So we found out what you can't do, what you can't do yet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we need we need a drop. Actually, two drops from you. Okay. So the first uh-huh. one is hi. This is Jonathan Burke, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Jonathan Burke, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Perfect. I mean, it's one take. One take. take. Show it off. I know, I know, because his mom is watching, right? Yeah, right? Or is it because of Nana? I, I don't know. You know. Yeah. Nana doesn't play. I bet. Okay, and the next one is, hi, this is Jonathan Burke, and you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Hi, this is Jonathan Burke, and you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Perfect. Ooh. I'm, I'm saying, I mean, like, no take, I mean, no, let me write that down. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm not my first time at the rodeo. <laughs> okay. He's like, this is not my, okay. We have yeah. a 24 hour uh, radio station, and that's where these drops go. And it also, she likes to chop. Javon is very good at chopping stuff up and doing outros and intros for the show. So if you, Hang on and see the outro. You'll see what where they apply. And we like the bloopers because she loves. We love the bloopers. It's perfect. Yeah, the bloopers yeah. are perfect. Yeah. 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 But this guy doesn't bloop. He's just. No, he doesn't. Like, he's like per- yeah. perfection. I woke up this way. I can't help it. <laughs> Maybe Beyonce. So let me just ask you this. What and then and then I need to to know how everyone can follow you. But what do you do for fun? Just like, just fun. Just. Well, I love playing games with friends, like board games, 
card games, spades, like taboo, you know, those type of games. I'm very much into community and winning. Mm, And winning. (laughs) And winning? Yes. Oh, I'm a winning game. Yeah, I'm very competitive, actually. (laughs) All right. We may, you know, we may just have to see. Jonathan, what we're not going to do at the end of this interview is go into spades. Okay. Spades is one of my religions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're a New Yorker, so you're easy to find. Let's do it. We can get you down to the table to see what you really got. Look, I'm ready. I'm down. (laughs) Do Do you have a partner you play with? Yeah. Regularly? Yeah. Okay, y'all, y'all, oh man, Pop, you listen to this. See, this is this is the thing. See, y'all, you and Cat, and and you and your partner, y'all could play against each other. But see, I would be most impressed when you switch partners. See, and this, and this, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why, because okay. even though you may not do it intentionally and you may not know it, if you have that steady partner, y'all have tell. You can look mm. at your partner and tell when they got a good hand. You could tell. Yeah. You could just tell certain things. So when you when you're playing teamed up against someone who's with someone who's really good, and your partner is also playing with someone else who's really good, and and you're not partnered with your partner, but your partner's partnered with somebody else, and your partner with somebody else, that's mm. when you know you a baller. Yeah, that's okay. I got that, you. That's, that's just we're playing tournaments though, and there's not a lot of that going on, you know. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you got to keep it real PNG because you can get taught, you know. So it's got to be you. Do, we're not even looking at each other. We're watching the board, you know. Yeah, yeah. You glance. Yeah, huh? you got to glance. You got to glance at your partner. It's so fun cheating. It's 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 no. any true space player will know it, it's it's. So much fun just cracking somebody's time for us. And we are the six-year reigning champions. We just- Ooh, okay. See, you, okay. You, is, are, are your con, con, competitive juices flowing now, Jonathan? Very are you ready so. to go? <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pop, Pop, so you know you got to make this happen, Exactly. Pop. Get him on the Pop also plays space now. He's, he's another oh, one. Okay, okay. He's, let's do it. Do it. I'm always down. Literally any day I will play space. If someone called me right now and said, let's play space, I would do it. Like, it doesn't that's what's day. up. I have <laughs> a friend that's like that with Taboo. Oh, my God. Every time I see her, she walks with the god doggone Taboo. <laughs> okay. Are, are we inviting Teresa tonight? You up for Taboo? <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool, man. So how can everybody follow you can everybody watch your show how can yes. they you know what what what's your social media like well you can watch harlem on amazon prime video uh streaming all 10 episodes now and forever hopefully uh you can follow me on instagram at at it's jonathan burke that's at i-t-s-j-o-n-a-t-h-a-n-b-u-r-k-e uh, you can follow me on Twitter at at it's John Burke. That's at I T S J O N B U R K E, or on Facebook at just my name Jonathan Burke. Awesome. And then you can follow Not Looking, my series, 
please follow us as well. That's Not Looking the Series on Instagram. And the website is www.notlookingtheseries.com. So wait a minute. You know what? I think, I'm sorry. I, I have to retract now. When you mentioned it before that you had written and co-written this series, I didn't realize that y'all had actually, like, produced it. And it's up yes. there. And it's out there. Well, it's not out there yet. What it is is right now we filmed a pilot that we are using to pitch to networks that hopefully will then be released to the masses on one of these other streaming platforms, possibly Amazon Prime. But we're open. If anyone out here is a producer, call me. Nice. That is beautiful. So we can we can see it now. We can see we can see it on well, you Instagram. Can't, you can't watch it. You can only watch the trailer. You can on okay. the website. Yeah. Trailer. Okay. You, you know what? Not Jonathan, it send us the send us the trailer, and okay. Saturday we'll play the trailer for everyone to to see here, oh, so that people thanks. can be looking out for it. You know. Yeah. And, and thank you. I will. You know. Hey, yeah. can't hurt, right? Absolutely, I appreciate and it. And we're your sisters. We want to support you. That's Absolutely. it. That's all we want to do. So you got to come back. Yeah. You got to talk to Ulysses about playing spades against um, Terezi Poo over here because that's what yes, she do. Must. That's what she do. Yes. And I, I, I would like to create a friendship, but that's not a great way to do that beating a spade. <laughs> but if we must. I think she, I think she does it for the trash talk. That, that, I think. Well, that's the best part. I mean, come on, you can't play it not. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. So, so definitely, you know, everybody follow Jonathan Burke, you know, and um, we're gonna watch your trailer as soon as you send it to us. We'll upload it into our system, and I, I can't express enough of how excited and happy I am to have met you. Because Absolutely. it is like meeting Denzel before the world knew he was Denzel. Oh my gosh! Nice. Stop. Thank you. I really stop. I appreciate you Don't. so much. Stop. Don't stop. Don't, Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it's it. been so much fun. I'm so glad to know you both. Thanks for having me. It's really been a joy. So I love what you all are doing. Keep rocking it, and I live. I would love to come back anytime. Oh, that, see, when he gets his award, when he gets the NAACP award, he can come back and show us. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say that anyway. I was gonna say, well, you got to come back, but you know, since you, you, anytime, anytime you do anything or you're not doing anything, you just say, <laughs> you know what? I want to come hang with y'all. Which y'all, y'all got people? If y'all don't got people, you want me to just come through? Yes, we want you to come through. We always want yeah. you to come through. All right. I love it. Much thank you everybody for watching and listening. Resi Poo, love you Mwah, to pieces. Bye, mom, grandma, Bye, mom. auntie, Nana. grandma. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and you are in the basement with Javon and Therese. In the basement with Javon and Therese. In the basement. With Javon and Therese, with the basement. Hey, with Javon and Therese. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I dig that. <laughs>
basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Punch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend of mine. I already know it. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about but anyway, no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, <laughs> all our bosses though, Jay. You can send me some cologne because I mean, you know. Just in case I should be shocked I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> Okie dokie, man, whatever you say. What's up? So and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, you. thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no. <laughs> And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, don't worry. We won't hurt you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.